Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris, and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and my MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I launched Master Your Mental to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now let's get into the episode guys. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of the master your mental podcast. I'm so excited to be getting into this topic. As you guys can see, master the game. What is this about? What are we going to be getting into this week? And who do I have here for you guys as a guest to get into this conversation? Well, you guys are going to find out in a few minutes when I bring my guest out here onto the virtual stage. But the reason I wanted to record this episode is because the things that we are going to be talking about today in this episode, Master the Game, my guest and I, my guest is going to be sharing a lot of incredible tips on mindset, personal development, and and the most powerful lesson that he has learned so far in his life that has helped him really master the game of life that we are all in. And the tip that he gives, you guys, I just got done recording is amazing and so good. So you want to hear this. You don't want to miss this episode. You don't want to miss a moment because it is so much value that I gain from this conversation that I have created for you guys and put out there for you to tune into and listen to. But my guest is an awesome person. Of course, you know, everyone who comes on here is so, so awesome and so cool. He is a business coach. He is a 29 time author. He wrote 29 books, has done four Ted talks, is also a pro athlete as well. Um, guys are going to hear a little bit about that in a second, but But the reason I'm so into this is because these topics that we talk about, these things we talk about in this episode, these are things that have fundamentally helped move and shift my life into an area that I never thought it would be. I never thought that it would be this good. I never thought that my life would be able to be the way that it is because I used to have a really bad mindset. I had to do a lot of work on that. And I love the fact that my guest really gets into that not only with his own personal story, but also sharing what he does for his clients and also inside the pages of the 29 books that he has written and published and put out into the world. So we talk all about mindset in this episode, personal development, and how to utilize those skills and those lessons. And how can you apply that into your own life? How can you implement this and how can you get these things done? So I know you guys will love this episode and let's get into it. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental podcast. I am super stoked right now to be getting into Master the Game today with my awesome guest, Dre Baldwin. Dre is an author of 29 books, a business coach, a professional speaker with four TED Talks, and a nine-year pro athlete. I met Dre in a great room on Clubhouse all about the power of writing and publishing a book. So I was very excited when Dre reached out to share some of his knowledge, tips, and tricks with us today. So without further ado, welcome Dre to the podcast. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here at Paris and looking forward to this conversation. Yes, of course. I'm super stoked to have you here as well. So before we go ahead and dive on into the conversation, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and what lights you up? Sure. Well, my background is uh, from the city of Philadelphia. Uh, now I live in South Florida. was always into sports. I got around to basketball around age 14. Didn't, wasn't really that good when I first started. Only played one year of high school ball, but I walked on to play in college. Didn't set the world on fire in college either, but I still had this idea, this crazy idea that I could become a pro ball player. So after a year of you know, working a couple quote unquote regular jobs, I was an assistant manager of Foot Locker. I worked at a gym called Bally Total Fitness. They're out of business now, not because of me. But <laughs> and then I, I went to a, uh, an exposure camp. It was basically like a job fair for athletes. I did pretty well there. I leveraged my performance there to sign with an agent. And the agent is basically like in sports the same way they are in the literary world or the movie industry. They're the go between between the job and the talent. So my agent got me my first job overseas. I was in Kaunas, Lithuania in 2005 to give everybody a time frame. I took the footage from that event because that footage was on this thing called a VHS tape. You remember VHS? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I took that VHS tape and I got it onto a data CD and put it on. I took that footage and I put it on this brand new website I just heard about where you can put as much video up for free as you want it. It's called YouTube.com. So that is kind of how I had two careers started at the same time. But this YouTube thing, I didn't know would be a thing because in 2005, there's no money for posting stuff on the Internet. We I don't know if Facebook was even out yet. We weren't using the phrases influencer, social media or content at this time. So I'm playing ball overseas. I'm putting videos on YouTube sporadically. But I started to build a little audience. So people are watching these videos because I was just a guy who was showing people how to practice basketball and it wasn't the thing that anybody else was doing. So I kind of became the source on that, in that space. And then in 2009, I found myself without a job playing to play basketball. And I asked myself, well, how can I get some control over my career to where I can call my own shots, I can do something that I actually enjoy doing, which is playing ball, and I have some natural inclinations. I've always been a kind of a computer geek, even though I was an athlete. So I combined those three things and making money. So I combined those three things, natural skill, something I love doing and making money. And that's where I started to focus more on what we now call personal branding or building my brand. But at the time, that wasn't a thing again. So I had a website, but it wasn't like a a destination site at the time. So I started blogging more, just sharing more of my thoughts. I started talking about the mindset side of sports because a lot of athletes would ask me about that. And that's kind of what laid the foundation 10 years ago for what I do now was to talk about the mental side of sports and how that mental side can translate over into everyday work and everyday life. So wow. in 2000, yeah, 2010, I started writing my first book. I'll, I'll end the story real quick. I wrote my yeah. first book in 2010. 
Uh, I started talking about mindset more around that same period. And then it was in 2015 that I stopped playing professional ball and I just went full time into what I do now, which is writing books, coaching, speaking, basically uh, sharing my intellectual property through I this whole working your game philosophy. Wow. I love that so much. And honestly, what I can tell you is what I admire most about that is the fact that you just started. You did it. You started because right. I feel like sometimes that is the hardest step in these things. Mm -hmm. Right. So pe people are like, I want to write a book. Right. Or I want to have a website. I want to launch my brand. I want to do a podcast. I want to do this. I want to start a YouTube channel. Right. They have all these ideas and things and passions. But when you start that, you take those steps. And you said, like you said, back in 2005, you know, you're putting these videos up there, you're showing people how to play the game, you're doing these things that you are passionate about, but then you're combining those three things that you love and to really to continue to build that into a brand. So I think that's incredible. I love that because, you know, I feel like that's really like laying the foundation, like you talked about, you need to take these steps, right? And do these things because it is hard, right? And it can be scary. And I love how you focus on the mental aspect behind sports and also kind of getting into that conversation and like shifting that more into like the mindset aspects and like really talking about that. Cause I feel like that is something that a hundred percent, you know, needs to be touched on. And I love that you have really like dedicated yourself to doing that because we need that. We need that. So, I mean, yeah. really, like what I would love to ask you, too, is like, tell me about, you know, the work on your game philosophies that you plan to share with mm -hmm. us today. And like, kind of like, what are they and like, how did you develop them and how have they really helped you so far? Sure. So when I was making these videos on YouTube, it was mostly it was 100 percent just basketball stuff. I mean, literally on a basketball court doing drills and things like that not like analysis. So these players would just see these videos and I would always read and reply to my comments. I was always into that, engaging with my audience. So these players would ask me about my background because it's not like they knew me from TV. So they're like, who is this random guy who looks like he can play and he's teaching us, but I had never heard of this guy. So who is this guy? So they would find out about my background how I didn't start playing until I was 14 or how I got cut from my high school team three times, or how I walked on in college and now I'm playing overseas. So a lot of these players, they saw themselves in me because a lot of these players, they had got cut from their teams and nobody believed that they could make it, but they see this guy who did, okay, if he can do it, I can do it. So they would just ask me about my background. And then when they saw me making these videos, again, way before this was a cool thing to do, they would ask me stuff like, Dre, you know, why do you come to the gym every day and work out and put these videos out? Or when you play in the games, how do you have the same confidence in a game that you can have in practice? Because a lot of players would get performance anxiety. They would get the tryouts or a game, and it's not the same as practice when nobody's in the gym. So they wouldn't perform at the same level. Or they would ask, knowing my background, how do you keep that idea alive that you could become a pro athlete after you got cut from your high school team three times? Because that is kind of far-fetched. Or they would ask how I got started getting known online, because by this point, I had a little bit of buzz to my name from these videos and now it's starting to become a cool thing to put content on the internet. So I started answering these questions and laying the foundation for this philosophy that I didn't even know I was creating Paris. So when people would ask me what keeps you showing up every day, I start talking about discipline or how do you, you know, show up in the game and perform when everybody's watching as opposed to when the gym is empty, I start talking confidence. Then or when you're facing all these setbacks and things are not working in your favor, what keeps you coming back? What keeps you continuing to work on it? That led to mental toughness conversation. And then how do you get started? You know, getting yourself known or if you want to go play overseas or you want to write a book, how do you even get started? That led to personal initiative. 
So these four principles, discipline, confidence, mental toughness, personal initiative, that became the foundation of what I now have now as a framework. It's called work on your game. It's all about taking those tools that I use in sports. But then I realized when I started talking about them, I started to draw an audience of people, Paris, who were not ball players, And they would say, well, look, I don't watch the basketball drills that you do. But when you talk about mindset, I watch those videos because anybody can use that. So this told me oh, I, could, I could serve the whole world with this. This is not just for people who play sports. So that's how I knew even while I was still playing what I was going to do when I was done playing. So that's where the work on your game philosophy came from. Wow. I mean, I really love that because like you said, you know, you're touching on a different audience, right? Instead of just people who mm-hmm. are mainly focused in on your, the basketball videos, that kind of content, you know, trying to consume that and like apply it to their life and their skills and like try to leverage that you ended up also impacting other people who are like, wow, you know, like when he talks about these mindset things, that really interests me, you know, that really makes me want to continue to engage and and consume your content so that they can start to apply this. And I think that's, that really goes to everything, right? Because when we, when we sit here and like, think about mindset, you know, mindset is applied in every area of our life, right? Because those, the thought processing, you know, the communication, like you said, all of these foundations that you have laid to create the framework for like what you teach your clients and all of that is is just mm. like everything right there. So, I mean, I would love to get into right. the conversation too on, you know, your books as well, because that's a great accomplishment right there, like 29 books, 29 books. And you said your first book was, you said 2009, correct, 2009? Yeah, was the 9, first 10, one of those. 2000, yeah, yeah, 2009 or 10. So I would love to kind of talk to yeah. you about that. So like, how has the, the decision that you made to become an author, how has that impacted your life and also the lives of those who have read your books? Man, that's a deep question. No one's ever <laughs> asked me that one. So I asked I've always those. been, in, yeah, so I've always been into writing and reading. My mother herself is an educator. So and I have a sister who's a year older than me. So she had us reading and writing early. So before we got to school, we already knew how to read and write. So I, I just kept that reading habit throughout my entire life. As long as I can remember, I've always been a reader. So because I read so often, when I saw the opportunity, I could publish my own writing through blogging. That was actually the first thing I did online was blogging. But that didn't that didn't catch fire. It was the YouTube that got me the attention. But I was blogging first. And when I saw that I can just express myself and just put it out there, then I just wanted to keep doing it. And then when I was playing overseas, I would just write these little entries, kind of like journal entries on Facebook. And just the people who I knew from Facebook were just reading them. And it was interesting to them because I'm halfway across the world playing basketball. So I'm living a life that they would never get to see. So they got to see it through my eyes and people really liked my writing there. So then when I saw the opportunity to self-publish a book, because my first book was self-published, it was just me telling my story when I first started playing ball. And that was targeted directly towards the people who were watching me on YouTube, the basketball players. And the book wasn't even that well written. Honestly, when I went back to do the audio book, I realized how many grammatical errors and it wasn't even that good. But nobody complained about it because they were so bought into me as a person. So that's how I got into the writing. And these days, one of the things that I'm most proud of, Paris, is I get a lot of athletes. And I can say this because I'm an athlete. A lot of athletes don't read. A lot of athletes, they all they do is they they just want to play their ball. They just want to play their sport and they don't want to do anything else. But somebody like me, I've been able to kind of build a bridge for a lot of athletes because they look at me and they're like, all right, this guy looks like he comes from where I come from. He has the same sensibilities. He played ball, made it, quote unquote, in basketball. But he's writing books like I don't read books, but I'll read his book. 
I read Dre's book just to see what he's talking about. And because I can speak to them on their level, they'll read that book. And then I'll say, well, you know what? You need to read Robert Greene. You need to go check out Napoleon Hill. You need to read this book by um, Tony Robbins. Read this book by Jim Collins. And then they'll go and read other books because they heard it from me. And it opens their mind up to another another dimension of the world that they might not be paying attention to. So one of the things I've been most proud of that has made a lot of impact is opening up the minds of a lot of these. And mostly it's been the males, a lot of young men, mostly black guys who wouldn't otherwise be reading books. But because they heard it from a guy who looks like them and sounds like them, they've been opening their minds to go read books. So that's been a great thing for me. Wow. I, I love that so much because just the fact that you're able to touch these people in that way and make them, you know, someone who does not read, who does not want to read, who does not have any interest in that. And they see you and they're like, wow, you know, this, this guy put this story together that interests me. And I want, you know, I'm going to get into this because I can tell you, you know, for me back when I did not used to read a lot compared to now reading like Mm. 20, 30, 40, 50 books a year. It makes such a difference, you know, because and you know this, you know, because you coach people in this area with mindset on these techniques, because, you know, I mean, I wouldn't even you know, I would love to ask you too. you know, what difference do you think? it would have made for you like if you hadn't been a reader you know like if you grew up from a young age and you Mm. didn't read you didn't like reading you weren't into that like you didn't want to write because you said you started blogging and then from blogging then you went to the youtube so if you didn't like reading you know or writing or any of that stuff you know that that's wild because you know just the fact that you use that gift and you took that and you created something that other people can tune into and tap into and say oh wow you know these techniques these tips these tricks that you talk about on mindset and through your story has inspired me to not just and that's also inspiring people to want to get their stories out into the world too because you know it's that's I think one of the most beautiful things about books, you know, they're amazing, you know, so many different stories, so many different things that we could like take and read and then apply to our life, but also opens up that Mm. door to the possibility of, Hey, you know, like I have a story inside of me because we all have that, you know, we all have a story inside of us on something, some topic, something that has really impacted our life. And if you can inspire someone, to get that out into the world, I think that's huge because, you know, if you can touch just one person, I think that's Mm. amazing. Just like impact someone in such a way where they're like, hey, you know, I read your book and this completely shifted my view. This has completely taught me a lesson that I had no idea about. I think that's amazing because, you know, we we need that kind of stuff. So, I mean, this just brings me back to, you know, another question I want to ask you is, you know, if you could share with me the most powerful tip that you've learned so far to help you master the game of life, what is that tip? Wow, that's a deep question. (laughs) (laughs) The most powerful tip to master the game of life. Man, I could give a lot of tips, but I would say the number one, yeah, I would say the number one is just learning about investing in yourself from as early an age as possible. I wish I knew about it sooner. So I didn't know what personal development was until I was like 21. That's the first time I heard of it. I'd heard of like, I always liked the human psychology books in a bookstore, but I didn't know there was a thing called personal development. It's this material that was all about making you a more valuable person. So that's something that 
I don't have kids, but if and when I do, that's the one of the main things that they're going to know is personal development and investing in themselves, not just in money, but also time, attention, energy and focus. So just understanding that those things that you put into yourself on the front end are going to pay off on the back end. And that's for people who are you know, moving forward, forward, progressing people who work on their games and create success. They are always investing in themselves. So that'd be the number one tip. Oh, I love that. I, and I love how you laid out those areas as well. You know, not just invest in yourself, but your energy, time, focus, money, all of these aspects. Because, you know, just like you, I wish that I learned about that earlier, too. And I wish that we all did. You know, that's so that's I think that's a powerful lesson, you know, to, you know, one day when you when you have children to teach them that because that's huge, you know, if like we could learn this, we can go back in time and have this. But I think it's so beautiful, just the journey that we've had and like, whatever age we stumbled across this and learned about this and we did it anyway right we're still out here we're still doing it we're still learning growing applying this information but i love that tip because you know that's it's so true like if you don't invest in you how can you invest in anyone else you know how can you pour right. into anyone else because if you feel empty in yourself like how are we going to give to others how are we going to serve how are we going to contribute if we feel overwhelmed drained like we're not enough we're you know sick tired all these things and we're not pouring into ourselves so i love that tip i love that so much just investing in yourself in all the ways all the areas that you can think of and really prioritizing, you know, like, what are you doing with your energy and your time? And, you know, what environments are you in? You know, who do you have around you? You know, who's in your life? You know, who are these people supporting you? Are they pouring into you? Or are they, you know, taking the energy out of you? You know, that's so important. So I love that you bring that tip up as like the number one tip that you have learned so far and just how to master this game that we are all in called life. I love that. And, you know, the one, the last question that I always love to ask everybody. I love to ask this because there's all kinds of different answers, but they're all amazing. So I'd love to ask you, what are you currently doing right now in this moment to master your mental? Oh, what am I doing right now in this moment? Well, right now I'm talking to you. Yeah. And <laughs> sharing, sharing this philosophy with the world is the biggest thing that I'm in. So taking that work in your game framework and then the frameworks within it. So I have a new book that's talking about one of the frameworks inside of working your game philosophy. Really, my focus is getting my message out to as many people as possible. Because I know the message is proven. I know there's value in it and it's helping change people's lives. So now my responsibility is to make sure people know about it because it can't help them if they don't know that it exists. So that's my focus. Oh, I love it. hundred percent. And you're the business is work on your game, correct? Yes. Work on your game. Awesome. So tell tell the people where can they get more of you? Where can they find you? Where are you at? How can they learn more about what you are, what you're doing, what you're up to? Sure. Well, the place I'm most active is probably Instagram. That's where we initially connected was on Instagram. So my IG is just my name at Dre Baldwin. One word. I'm on all the other social medias. That's the main place that people can find me is usually through IG and I'm active on Clubhouse as well a couple of times a week. I do have a new book that's out. I give people a free copy if they just cover the shipping. Can I tell people about that? Yes, of course. Tell us. What is it? Uh, okay, so my newest book is called The Third Day, The Decision that Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. I don't know if we'll be on video, but you can see oh, it yeah. right here. 
Yeah, so this book is all, this is my most popular framework. Whenever I speak about, I give a speech that's titled Work on Your Game, this is one of the points that I talk about, and everybody remembers the third day. So the third day is about any situation in your life where the newness has worn off, the novelty's gone, and you realize that the thing you've signed up for is not all fun and games. There's actual work that needs to be done, and it's a decision that you make. Are you going to show up and do that work, or are you going to kind of halfway do it or not show up at all? It's kind of like when you go back to the gym after a while, you haven't been there. First day, you feel great. Mm -hmm. The workout's hard, but you feel great. Second day, you still feel pretty good, still new. By the third day, you're already deciding, you're trying to figure out, do I even want to go to the gym? Do I want to cancel this? Do I want to not go to that boot camp class? By the third day, already, you're realizing that this is some real work that's going to have to be done. And do you show up anyway? The third day doesn't mean one, two, three in a row. It just means any situation where the newness is gone, and you got to decide, are you going to show up all the way? Professionals get paid where they get paid, not because of their talent and the peaks, but because they are consistent and they do it all the time. That's what this book is about, showing up all the time, giving your best effort, even when you least feel like it. So I give people a free copy of the book. All you do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. It's just spelled out, thirddaybook.com. Book's free. Just cover the shipping. I'll send it to you anywhere in the world that you live. I love that. I love that so much. And you guys, I will link everything in the bio so you can tap that to give Dre a follow. Check out what he is up to and what he's doing because you guys heard the conversation. It was a great conversation. So many tips were shared here that are so powerful in terms of mindset and how to really master this game that we are all in called life. So check it out. You know, do it right now or whenever you can and whether you guys are listening right now in the morning or nighttime whatever time it is i hope that you guys all have a great rest of your day or night and on that note i'm going to end it here and say bye to you guys and bye to dre thanks for coming out bye thanks paris happy to be here all right guys that was the end of the episode i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed creating it for you as always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at masteryourmental, where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.